from New York City. A podcast from working actors, directors, and playwrights. This is the Cry Havoc Company. Hello. This is Kit Lavoie, the host of the Cry Havoc podcast and artistic director of the Cry Havoc Company. This is the third in a series of three special episodes of the podcast that will give you a chance to look inside the Cry Havoc new play development process. In this series, we are listening in on the discussions of three plays from this year's annual Very Short Holiday Play Collection at three different points in their development process. Those of you who have listened to our annual holiday podcast or to the first two episodes in this series will be familiar with the assignment for these very short holiday plays. The plays must be no longer than five pages, must take place during the holiday season, must be a complete structurally sound play, i.e. not a sketch, must feature at least one character from a play that was developed in workshop, and must be inspired in some way by a randomly assigned song. We have already listened in on discussions of the first draft of Emily Claire Schmidt's Angie and an intermediate draft of Xmas by Caitlin Wilcox. Today, we will be listening to a reading and discussion of a late-stage draft of Independent Christmas by Allie Keller. Allie was a member of our inaugural Summer Apprentice Company in 2011. Since her time with us as an apprentice, she has continued to work with Cry Havoc, as well as on Broadway, Off-Broadway, and at other major venues around the U.S., And very recently, she became the first of our apprentice trainees to join Cry Havoc's professional resident company. By the time we held this discussion of Independent Christmas, the play had evolved significantly over multiple drafts, including an entire character who had fallen away after appearing in early versions. Now that the structure, story, and characters were settled, the discussion focused primarily on fine-tuning the key moments in the script. If you would like to read along, the text can be found at www.cryhaveacompany.org slash independentchristmas, all one word. Enjoy. Independent Christmas by Allie Keller. Anna, a woman in her 40s, stands on top of a ladder in American flag boxers, a white tank top, and an Uncle Sam hat. She's hanging a sign while holding a giant candy cane that has a skinny blue stripe skinny blue stripe interrupting the red and white pattern. The sign says, Uncle Sam wants you, in printed blue letters, to have an American Christmas, sharpied underneath. The ladder is wrapped in red, white, and blue streamers and decorated with white lights and ornaments of the same colors. Lennox, 19, comes through the door with a duffel bag. She looks around the living room, which is covered in Fourth of July decorations, and drops her bag. Mom... No. Happy holidays, baby girl. Now I know why Mama didn't always did the decorating. Where are all the regular decorations? Anna gestures to the room with her giant candy cane. The tree? Anna gestures to the ladder. The angel? Anna stands on top of the ladder and flaps her arms, candy cane still in hand. During Independent Christmas, you can be the angel. So one of my moms has gone crazy and the other one isn't here. This is going to be an awesome Christmas. Independent Christmas. It's two great holidays in one. No. The 4th of July is a great holiday. Yeah. On the 4th of July. But it's the 24th of December. December 24th. It already has a holiday. It's Christmas Eve. Happy holidays. 
Tis the season of the holidays. Tis the season of Christmas, Mom. Of independent Christmas, Lennox. Sparkler? I didn't come home for sparklers and fake holidays. This could be our new tradition. I like our old ones. And I sits on top of the ladder. I worked really hard on this for us. Sorry, Mom. It's just not exactly the Christmas I'd been anticipating as the semester ended. I was really hoping for the same as everyone else normal Christmas we usually have. Give it a try. You loved second birthday. Yes, but second birthday was created so that I'd stop crying in first grade when all the other kids' birthday fell during the school year and got to bring cupcakes into class. No, second birthday was created to celebrate the day you guys adopted me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't change that. In addition to the day you were born. Yes, Whoops. but they were on separate days for separate reasons. Well, this is about taking the separated and unifying them into something new and awesome. What are you talking about? Our forefathers took our little colonies, all broken from the British, and said, Hey, you know how we can fix how terrible we're all feeling? By starting our own country. All the awesome parts are on this side of the ocean anyway. Yes, and we celebrate the real version of that story on the 4th. Right, but on Christmas, Mary and Joseph were like, Where are we going to go to have this baby? The whole world is closed. But then they found a hut and were like, Screw this. We'll have this baby with all these animals everywhere and he'll still grow up to be the son of God and save all the people everywhere. You sound like a drunk picture book. The, <laughs> these two holidays belong together. Just like us. No matter what, we'll conquer what comes our way together. Anna climbs on the latter Christmas tree and strikes a pose similar to George Washington crossing the Delaware River. Today is the day that will mark our anniversary of starting our new chapter of greatness. Sure. Or we could pull out the Christmas decorations you haven't destroyed and have a normal Christmas as a family. Anna pulls out a sparkler and lights it. Lennox returns with a box labeled Christmas. Mama couldn't come for second birthday, and I couldn't come home for Thanksgiving, and I'm exhausted and stressed out, and damn it, I need my mommies to give me Christmas, and I don't care who knows it. Anna holds out the sparkler. Mom, I'm... Come on. Lennox takes the sparkler. Huh? Huh? No one can be upset with holding a sparkler. Lennox opens the box and pulls out a small tabletop Christmas tree. The top half of the tree is charred and melted. What the hell, Mom? It melted. Because? Because that's what happens when you put a sparkler on an artificial tree. And you kept it because? It's not the tree's fault. It got destroyed. Yeah, I know. It's your fault. Lennox pulls out a tiny headless angel in one hand and the head in another. You murdered the Christmas angel? Mama's gonna kill you. She's never gonna see it. I think she'll notice that you decapitated the angel she bought because it looked like you. She'd have to be here to notice it. Relax, drama queen. She'll be here soon. What? When? I don't know. She just said she wasn't going to be here when I got home. What else did she say? That she wasn't sure when she was going to see me, but she loves caroling too much to miss it. We have never taken you caroling. No, but you guys get drunk every year while you cook and sing Baby It's Cold Outside like you're Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald. I know it's she not really caroling, but... She didn't say anything else. That she loves me? The voicemail was really hard to hear. She left you a voicemail. Yeah. Anna takes the sparkler off the floor and lights it. Anna sets the tree on fire with the sparkler. Her gaze is fixed on the melting tree. Mom! 
Anna watches the Christmas tree melt a little. She lights another sparkler and drops it onto the Christmas tree. Mom? Anna takes out another sparkler. Lennox grabs the sparkler out of Anna's hand. I ruined Christmas. Well, you wouldn't be ruining Christmas if you stopped lighting things on fire. So sorry. Then stop ruining things. When Mama gets... She's not coming home. What? She, uh... Relocating some of the pieces of our relationship. Which pieces? Lennox sits. Hers, I guess. But you guys were fine this summer. They've never been fine. I've never even heard you fight. You'd have to talk about things to fight about them. But it's Christmas. Anna takes a sparkler out and lights it. She tosses it on the Christmas tree. You weren't supposed to find out today. She was supposed to tell you in person. I thought she meant she was going to tell you in person. But you knew she was going to tell me? Why didn't you check on me? I didn't even think of it. I don't think. I never think. She's right. I never think and I ruin everything. Mom. No, I ruined your family. How to tell you about your family getting ruined and then I ruined your Christmas. I'm a ruiner. Lennox holds Anna. After a while, she grabs two sparklers from Anna's pocket. She lights them and hands one to Anna. Independent Christmas? They toast. Blackout. End of play. Alright. What are you working on? Um, a couple of things. Um... I wasn't super working on it. I added something in the beginning, but I do want to know about the parent tracking thing and, like, the mom and mama, if that's confusing, and, like, hearing it this time around. I added one other thing consciously about it and then left everything pretty much the same. And then I worked on altering the beginning a little bit so that in looking back... You could see how Anna misinterpreted Lennox knowing already. I changed the second birthday stuff without altering the pronouns in that other sentence. But had they been altered, I would like to talk about the exchange of lines. And then the endings, like, I gave up a couple lines before it actually ended. So I just couldn't think of anything anymore because I wasn't sure. I just, it was hard. I... I don't know what I'm doing there. I mean, I know what I want it to be, but it just, it, it sounds Wait, I'm gross. sorry, can you say that again? Which part? The ending. Everything I write sounds gross there, and I just <laughs> stop. Structurally, it's what I'd like to happen, but probably not with any of those words. So you quit because it was hard? That's what yeah, you said? Yeah, hard okay. and I quit because it was hard and gross, and I was like, I'll bring this in, and then someone will tell me the magical thing to make it the gross <laughs> version of what I'm trying to do. Uh... So I would like to talk a lot about the the ending of stuff because it just it sounds to me it feels really mean again on Anna's side of things like it feels like a mean way to tell her and then like no like she, she goes really quickly into this like weird selfish place of like realizing the situation realizing where she put her and like not it feel, it doesn't feel like she's interacting with Lennox anymore it just feels like she's just, it just feels awkward. 
and I like didn't really know how. Do you know what I actually think the issue is with the ending? Is actually the opposite of what you think it is. Um, Okay. And actually the thing that is causing you trouble is actually what is something that is normally a fantastic impulse. But is that you're making it about the two of them. (laughs) Okay. But that, that it becomes weird because about I ruined telling you. Which she did. Yeah. But the... There is a much bigger issue in terms of the thing that you were talking about that you want the play to be, which is that um, Lennox takes care of her mother, that you get the flip, that the mother, Anna doesn't need taking care of because of the way she told Lennox. Okay. She needs taking care of because of whatever it means for her to be alone at Christmas is, or the fact that her wife of 20 years just left her. Yeah. And I think that... Because I also don't totally understand why Anna begins... Why Lennox begins comforting her. But I think it's because this thing still continues. And I think you've earned at that point the right for Anna to lay out... I mean, for lack of a better word, how destroyed she is this Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay. um, In a way that requires taking care of. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And of course, it does not need to be said, but I'll say it anyway. Of course, not by having her suddenly go, oh, here are my feelings. I mean, it's got to come out of what is it that has just happened here. Yeah. Um, Because you have actually, I think, a helpful start where she, potentially, um, if it's the way you want to go, but where she says the thing, I didn't even think about it. I don't think ever she's right. It's like, oh, all right, what are we about to learn about what happened between these people? And then we kind of don't learn it. Yeah, that's where I gave up. (laughs) Sorry. No, I I meant that. Yeah. Yeah, I meant that in a serious way, but okay. Yeah. Because you actually do end up asking pretty clearly the dramatic question of what happened between them. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, I don't think you need a three-page long treatise on it, but yeah, you've earned letting us know. Yeah, because I've sort of, I mean, I, I spend more time thinking about the specifics of, like, what actually went down with them. So, yeah, so I have a clear idea. Maybe it's just because I feel like I keep having to just end it quickly because I'm... And there also is something that might be helpful, which is, especially if you want, because it has been, I think, forever, that the very end is lights a sparkler and says independent Christmas. I don't care about that as much. That's, for me, it's a placeholder right now. Okay. Well, I will say this, and then it might not be as important to you. But I think it might be worth if that that could be a very satisfying ending if there was something that we learned that made us understand why independent Christmas, as she has framed it, is really what Anna needs. Yeah. Because currently, the gesture is large, like okay, I'll go on, I'll go along with whatever. Yeah. Which is fine, but I think it might be more powerful if there is she. If we, if both we and Lennox get information from Anna that make us go, 
Oh, I understand why Independent Christmas became the answer. Right. Of all of the holidays she could smash together, I now understand the psychology underlying that choice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What? Well, no, I just marked this in sort of my thought for you. It's just going to be, and I don't think you've quite found the ending yet. But I definitely like, have not <laughs> at all. As you realize that 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 uh, that note right is now. not a helpful note. Yeah, no, because the only thing that I, I mean, I particularly feel good about with the ending right now from like this stab at it was the she like I don't I don't think I never think she's right. It's the only new piece of that that felt like oh that should probably stay. Yeah, and I think the answer to that, this thing we talk about, build your art out of what you find awesome. Yeah. The answer to that ultimately is going to be, what is the thing that when you hear coming out of Anna's mouth makes you just want to die? You're yeah. so sad for her. Yeah. You know, and it yeah, it doesn't okay. need, and it, you know, and it's actually something that you're quite good at, which is that one turn of phrase that makes you go, oh, geez, I, I see what's going on. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I haven't. Yeah. Found anything I feel good about yet. Or. Anyway. Yeah. That's helpful with the ending stuff for sure. Other thoughts. I love your dialogue. The whole world was closed. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I. I. I mean, not on that, obviously, but how I took all my AP social studies notes in high school was I I made them funny to myself so I could remember <laughs> things and I gave everybody nicknames about the parent tracking thing I know what you added and you did it in bold um but oh yeah one of the others yeah um it stood out to me that Lennox says one of them is crazy and one of them isn't here and it made that seem really significant and I see how that was also what you were doing with letting Anna think that she knows. Yeah. But then later when she talks about the voicemail it seems like that's not a significant enough thing to Lennox. Like that Lennox doesn't in fact know that she's not here is a, is a central thing but, but from the very beginning it feels like Lennox has a, has an epic expectation of the fact that, you know, crazy equals for one yeah. mom equals the other one is abandoned us, but then later that's not the thing. I, I'm not saying this very well, but I guess no, what I'm saying I is like it. it. And it also it raises... feels like it registered with her more than it actually did. Yeah, she made it really really important in a way that once we find out it it is she doesn't have the info made that really confusing. Yeah. And, and it also, I mean, it does raise the question in retrospect of like, it's Christmas Eve and she doesn't know where her other mom is. Why is that not... Yeah. The primary question. The primary mm-hmm. question when she says that. Right. It, it's one of, Because the thing is, is the way it's painted here is that one is, uh, one is going crazy and the other isn't here as though that is an unusual event. Whereas I felt like in the earlier drafts, although what's later is cu- is currently clearer, yeah. when she wasn't there, it's like, well, it sort of felt like, you know, oh, well, she's she works a lot, she travels a lot, mom not being home is yeah. not necessarily a point for for pointing out, as she does here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. I do have a question about the voicemail. She's, she wasn't sure when she was going to see me, but she loves caroling too much to miss it. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. I meant that to be like, she loves me, she's not sure when she's going to see me, part of the voicemail. But she, would, like, she wouldn't miss caroling because she loves that. So that was Assumption. not part of the vo- voicemail. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ass- I took it as part of the voicemail. That's, and yeah. that made me think, like, oh, is she coming back? Yeah. Is there a way to... It's just putting something else in... Is it, like, putting something in quotes or not? Because I, it felt, I felt like that to I me. I thought it was part of the voicemail, but I said it, too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. And it does. And I, I mean, that's the way it, it looks on the page for sure. Um... There's no... You know what else I think might be a helpful way to deal with that? Is I think you could just kill that first sentence or change it to something. What else did she say? I don't know, but she loves caroling so much. Or so, But the yeah. fact that she says oh, she yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, sure yeah. when she was going to see me actually raises a lot Too of many. questions okay. that I'm not well, sure are helpful. Cool. But I think the, the voicemail being like, I won't be there when you get home, garble, 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 makes sense to me that she would think it's like just okay. straddling the line of yeah. both worlds that it makes me think like, oh, she's like, didn't do her Christmas shopping, so she's going to be doing that, but I'll see her, you know, right. at midnight. But could also, you know, it makes sense that Anna would think that that means, or, you know, from yeah. the, Ginny would think that that means, yeah. especially if she's leaving more of a voicemail that does not get then relayed. But, um, but the, she wasn't sure when she was going to see me falls a little more into the like, wait, what? Yeah. She's, she's what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, the thing Kit just said, though, about, like, if, if it's just, but she loves caroling too much to miss it, though, also still implies to me that, that Lennox thinks there's a problem, that, that there's any question in Lennox's mind that she would not be coming home at some point. Mm. Like, but she, she loves caroling, so she's obviously going to be here, makes me think Lennox thinks there's a chance she won't. Oh, uh, Okay. So, I don't Wait, know. Wait, say that again? I, I, the... Meaning, like, address... Because the intention is just addressing, like, oh, she's not going to be that late because she always loves when you guys do that. But it sounds like, oh, but she'll definitely be here for that. She wouldn't just not show up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's subtle, but it, it, it... Yeah. There is also something in that, that... And I know why it's in here for the assignment... But I'm actually not sure that that little beat about the caroling is necessarily helping you. And there is a little bit of the confusion about, but she loves caroling so much, and Anna's response being, we have never taken you caroling. There is a much bigger problem oh, in yeah, that yeah. moment than the fact that Lennox doesn't remember whether they go caroling. Yeah. And it, I, I, I wonder if you want to even take a look at, at excising that. Yeah. Because you've got to excise something. Yeah, that... Beat's been in there untouched for a really long time. And I understand why it's there, because it's a callback to the other yeah. play, but I don't know that it's... Cool. Yeah. Mm. I have a question about a phrasing thing. Yeah. When you say the voicemail was hard to hear, do you mean that to be something that, that can be taken two ways? Or do you mean it just to be that it was garbled and... I don't know, what's the other way? The other way is it was Difficult painful to information to get over a voicemail. Oh, oh no, that was I no I meant 
I gurgle, gurgle. The reason I, I know, asked yeah, they is didn't because, even register. Um, I heard it the other way, and then wondered why. Wondered when Anna figured out that she didn't actually know. So, if you don't mean it that way, you might want to look at that, that yeah. phrase. I have a really hard time imagining someone who doesn't know what's about to happen misreading it. What? But I could be wrong. Misreading it? Reading it as it that it was difficult to process. There just aren't any context clues leading us up to that that I think anyone okay. would go there. I think, but... I took it as a difficulty. Like, the difficulty yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew... Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I knew that Lennox didn't have the info, but I it, I don't know. It just stood out to me as, like, the other kind of thing, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a thing to think about. I don't just... Yeah. I, yeah. A couple... And again, we're really down to, like, line-looking at. I mean, if you're... <laughs> yeah. You know, this Except is for seriously, that ending that just... Changed. Well, but even though like the ending looking. is, like, <laughs> yeah. you need three different lines. I yeah. Mean, it's not... Yeah. Um... Uh, just a, a minor thing on the top of three, I guess. Um, Mama couldn't come home for second birthday. I couldn't get home for Thanksgiving, and I'm exhausted and stressed out. And damn, I need my mommies. That should tip Anna off, or that would tip Anna off. I think for her to say, "I need my mommies, mommies to give me Christmas," because she knows mommy is not coming. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. I really want a drunk picture book. Yeah. Like it's like Harry Potter world. Um, <laughs> and actually, I, I would take a look at that whole line about Mama couldn't come for second birthday and I couldn't go home for Thanksgiving and I was awesome and stressed and damn it. That feels like it's just begging a lot of questions about... And I think it could, because I have some thoughts which I will not share at this point about how the wording of it is doing it. Okay. But... It still is like, wait a minute, this family hasn't been getting together, and why wasn't Mama there for second birthday? You know, it's... Yeah. It gets, it, 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 it's a little bit of like, a, our life is kind of a mess, and I need Christmas, which is... Yeah, it's just supposed to be like, I haven't been home, I haven't seen you. But not in a red flaggy kind of way. Just like, I've been super busy, and I haven't seen you, and now I am. Make it normal. <laughs> yeah. Is this supposed to be her first year away at college? Second. Okay. Um, it can be her first if that's cl- more clarifying, but I made it her second year. Either way. But, I mean, just exactly what you said right there actually might be about, oh, I okay. haven't been home since the summer and I need my Christmas. I mean, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, I mean, because I think the intention is, it's just sort of, there's some of those details that begin to feel like, I'm seeing a pattern. <laughs> oh, yeah. How is she not seeing this pattern? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's, Yeah. The and again down to very just specific things later on that page was Anna. She's never going to see it. I think she'll notice. You decapitated. She'd have to be here to notice those two lines in a row. I think are going to tip people. It, I think it tips your hand. No. Um. And then that next line about relaxed drama queen. Drama queen. She'll be here soon. I'm not sure that's serving you. Yeah, I wrote that as a thing that needs to be a thing, a better thing. Or another thing. It needs to change. That's my point. Well, because part of it is I don't understand what she's talking about, the relaxed drama queen. Because, candidly, the thing that is logical, which you don't have to do, 
but that it's coming out of, she'd have to be here to notice. You can very easily get a line that makes clear to both Anna and us that Lennox thinks she will be coming down here that is a response to that idea that she would have to be here to notice. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not sure that this, in fact, I'm pretty sure that this whole new thing about second birthday being created so I'd it stop crying. It made it crying, so worse, It made it right? so much confusing. Yeah, it made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, but that's an confusing. easy... Yeah, I'll, I'll change thing. it back to a better version of the other thing. Yeah. Well, and then, I, and then I thought I got it. I'm like, oh, no, no, we got it. And then separate days for separate reasons. And I was like... Yeah, no. 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 All right. Oh, something you took out, which is fine, but I enjoyed um was the rep was her correction of the two stories as being that's not true and well that's not how it happened either but still okay i, I but Is, you've got the better? drunk picture bo- book in there uh, I, it's, picture book is so I, <laughs> I wish those those two changes were to be like because we had talked last time about lennox just sort of like rolling with shit pretty well so i was trying to make it slightly more like before her just jumping in and being like, stop being a fucking crazy person, but being like, hmm, you're being you're being crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. And then, well, I feel like what it was before is something more along the lines of, I mean, exactly, very similar to what you have. Yeah. But the, you know, all the awesome parts of this are out of the ocean anyway. Okay, that's not quite how it happened, but we celebrate that on the 4th. You know, yeah. that you could, anyway, it is, what you have here functions perfectly well and is also funny. I just will say that when that came by, it was I was actually looking forward to it when it was coming up, and then it didn't happen. Well, and and I, um, even if you keep it, you might want to look at the phrasing of real version because what happened to me is I think you you made the same first joke without actually m- making it. Yeah. So she's actually doing the same thing, being like, "Yeah, that's not really the story." Yeah, but it's it's hidden. It's sort of yeah. Like mm. whitewashed. <laughs> yeah. So I would say either take it out or do it. Yeah. Might help you more. E- Is e- it... Regardless of which punchline you keep. Right. But if I change the first one back, should I change the other one back? Or sh- is well, the funny part of it is the, is the two is what made it funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you sound like a drunk picture book. Is also funny. So it's... <laughs> Um, and then just one other little thing which is the bottom of that page today is the day that will mark our anniversary of starting our new chapter of greatness goes uncommented upon like what is this new chapter of greatness (laughs) and I think that that there's a way just to slightly rephrase that that does not make me go wait a minute what chapter and therefore would also strong picture book you know, with the, the pose. That doesn't clarify anything. I did kind of like Mark and the this is also starting the This thing. is also like a tiny, tiny specific thing. Yeah. But the hmm. Lennox talking about the decorations, the tree, the angel, and that Anna just acts them out, especially the final one where she has to climb up a ladder and act like an angel. Yeah. I think you would find if you actually tried to stage that it would be very weird that there are no lines in there. Oh, she's just on the thing though. Right? What did I write? Well, it says Anna stands on top of the ladder. 
Yeah, like she's already like she's like hanging stuff, and she like st- takes a step up to the top, and it's like I am said angel. No, that's not. It's probably not clear. I yeah, and it. honestly, and it's a, this is a subtle thing, but I mean yeah. literally, and again, this is more important for screenplays and stuff. Yeah. But I, the difference in Anna, see, stands I, on top of the ladder and flaps her arms, becomes a two-step thing versus. Anna flaps her arms from the top of the ladder, okay. or something like that. It's like, oh, all right, she's not going anyplace. But, but I understand you want to remind us that she's on top of the ladder so that we can. Yeah. You know, subtle, but okay. Real. Yeah, and then this is like super tiny, but I can I cut the like, uh, which is covered in the Fourth of July decorations from the stage directions and say she looks around the living room and drops her bag. At the, the very first part. Yeah, I actually, and this was something I was going to save and will save for the next thing, but I, I, I would take a look at the... The clunkiness of everything of that the, happens? With just that first... Yeah. Because, I mean, for example, the thing about she's hanging a sign while holding a giant candy cane that has a skinny blue stripe interrupting the blue... It's like, I'm having a very hard time yes. picturing that. Whereas, so. I think you get the same thing if you say, she's holding a red, white, and blue candy cane. Great. Got it. Cool. Uh, you know, I... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure Which, again, is. one of them does have more detail, but it's sort of like as you're welcoming, welcoming us into the world. Mm-hmm. I, Should easy win. Yeah. It's probably better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's hard. And read. you also, similarly, she looks around the at the living room, which is covered in Fourth of July decorations, or she looks around the living room at the Fourth of July decorations. Mm-hmm. And drops her bag. Okay. Because the thing that makes it feel a little stutter steppy is like, yeah, I know, I know. Oh, okay. You know, no, you told me a Fourth of July decoration. I don't, I don't know why you're telling me this again. Okay. Whereas, again, yeah. totally understand the value of we need to picture her not just looking around the room, but looking at the decorations. Like, I totally understand why you want that fact in there. Yeah. It's just a matter of rhythmically connecting. Um, yeah. All my questions are a little tiny word thing. I'm sorry. That's a please. I'm the mo- the clearest part of this is like the forefather's speech, which mm-hmm. is so sad. Please nitpick words. Well, <laughs> like this I most... think might be something you did on purpose. Um, mm-hmm. But it raised a question for me, which is now I know why Mama always did the decorating. Oh uh, yeah, Good yeah. Bitch. But what did you wait? Say that again. Oh. Be ma- now I know why Mama always does. If she doesn't oh, think she, Mama's gone, yeah. then... Yeah. Right. Or should that whole thing get rephrased? Well, does the reason I here? thought you did it on purpose was because it, in your attempt to misdirect Anna. <laughs> um, but it, it misdirected me, I think, in a way you didn't want it to go. So I think yeah. the question is, does it do what you want it to do if it says does? Because then it's... Yeah, for me, that Fine. line uh, previously happened slightly later, which was about um, the decorations. And then I moved it sooner because we had talked last time about how in earlier drafts when, like, the voicemail wasn't a thing, she came in and said mom and then called for mama. Right. So I thought moving that up would introduce the two mom thing earlier mm-hmm. the way that it had been previously. So it doesn't matter to me as much I if it's about did and does. That wasn't a mystery. I also think thing. that there is a way to rephrase it that takes out that problem. 
Okay. You know, to do something along the Now I know why Mama's always in charge of the decorating. Or something like that. That it's... Yeah. You take out the Tenses. tents. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's helpful. Something else that I think you might want to do just as an exercise, since you're really pretty much... Yeah. Done, you're, you're pretty very, very close to done here. Is... Because I have thoughts, which I will share with you after the next draft, about a number of the stage directions. But I think give yourself, I think as a director too, give, give, do, do a once-over of the stage directions and just check to be sure that they are expressing the thing you want the audience to be imagining. And for example... I'm not talking about huge changes. But, for example, Anna climbs on top of the Christmas tree and strikes a pose similar to George Washington crossing the Delaware. I think what you actually mean is Anna climbs on top of the Christmas of the latter Christmas tree, period. She strikes a pose similar to George Washington crossing the Delaware. It's a silly thing, and I might be wrong about what you're picturing, but that idea of separating them out into two different events. She gets to the top of the thing... And she strikes a pose. Yeah. And there's something about the way that it runs into one long sentence that it feels like they're the same action. Okay. Which they're not the same action. Yeah. Um, again, very, very, very subtle, but I only say that because I think you're at a place where you've got a little bit of time to kill now. Yeah. And just as a, sta- as a director, too, you can just really give some thought to, like, what am I wanting them to picture? And it was a similar thing about she looks around the room, which is covered yeah. in Fourth of July, Derek. There's a way to phrase that that I think will make the audience see what it is that you are picturing. Cool. Which is a step beyond explaining what happens. Yeah. Which you can, a lot of times in a play, especially if it's not meant to be read, you can just explain what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think in this, you could, it would be a good exercise for you. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Can you remind me what the parenthetical stage direction guideline is compared to the other? Parentheticals should be used sparingly and should be virtually always an ING ending. Um, that it's what, something that it is important important that it is done at the same time as the line. So it's shaking his fists. Get out of here. If really you can only imagine it happening at the same time. I like this. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I think I might. I think there's one that I'm still really cheating on. But Which I one? I think so too. The sifting through the box yeah. one. Yeah. That's the one that raised the question for me simply because I, at reading stage directions, I was like, that's important, but I, I can't say it there. I, yeah. Uh, and it just made me realize I don't remember what the rule was. Yeah. That well, because like... there's actually like this, the when she gets Perenne's interrupting, she's not coming home. Like, that's a very good use of it. Yeah. But even the thing about sitting, I'm so sorry. If it's important enough to you that the action has a major shift in it because she sits which is the point, I assume, of saying it, I think you want to let it have its own stage direction. Because you know why? People are just going to read right over that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, yeah, I was like, look, I can make it ING, and then I'll save myself some space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was cheating. Yeah. But yeah, I'll look and make sure those are important and then do them correctly. Instead of just cheating. <laughs> 
And actually, looking at this, almost all of the parentheticals really should be there. I know. Because, like, walking down the hallway, I think if, again, if it is important enough to you that she leaves the room. Yeah. You should let that be its own action. Or consider whether it's actually important enough to you that she leaves the room. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, I mean, only because she, like, returns with the box. I mean, I guess the closet yeah. could so be in the room. Well, yeah. But. but, I mean, it certainly could be. But it's also one of those things just a director can have a character leave the room and speak from off stage, whether it says to in the stage yeah, director yeah. or not. So if it's just a matter of how you feel like you would stage it. No, it's just about getting a box. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but no, that's really helpful and I'll definitely take a pass at yeah. fixing all those. All right. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for this special episode of the Cry Havoc podcast. If you would like to see how this play and the rest of this year's Very Short Holiday Plays turned out, visit www.cryhavoccompany.org gift to learn how to get this year's Havoc for the Holidays Very Short Holiday Play Collection. You can learn more about the Cry Havoc Company at cryhavoccompany.org. Questions or comments can be sent to podcasts at cryhavacompany.org. All music from this show came from the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.